Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Jeff Clauser. He's the owner of Brand Scribed, where he helps business owners leverage their brand story. I also have Jennifer Elder. She's an executive coach for finance professionals who want to transform from being technically talented to a value-add business partner. The question that I have for you today is, how do you prioritize and then stay focused to get the most important things done? Jeff, can you kick us off? I am pretty textbook ADD, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I wasn't diagnosed officially until I was well into my 20s, but it definitely explained a lot of things in hindsight as well, too. Uh, on top of that, I'm also a solopreneur. So I have to hold myself accountable because I can't really rely on anyone else to do so on, on a day to day. So I reached a point about three years ago where I was just at this fork in the road moment and the world was crashing in on me. Um, I, was, I had a crumbling marriage and I was in between jobs and it was affecting my health and my stress levels were high. And I came to the determination that I needed to get back to the basics. I needed to figure out what was most important in my life and I needed to get some sort of structure and foundation to that. So I came up with a list of uh, tests. I, if I accomplish this on a day-to-day, -day, if it didn't progress me further, it would at least prevent me from regressing more mm. than I had. And initially it was about 24 different things and I ranked it from zero to five. And in other words, I completely overcomplicated the damn thing. <laughs> right. But through a series of trial and error and through fits and spurts, what I discovered is that I was able to gain traction once I was able to simplify and really cut to the heart of the matter. So over time, I was able to whittle that down to 10 tasks and I either did it or I didn't do it. And it didn't matter how well I did it. It didn't matter how much of it I did it. It just mattered that I got it done. I checked it off the list and I kept going. Ultimately, that actually spawned um, a business called Achieve Bet, which I helped co-found. And it really was predicated on three main things when it came to not only prioritizing, but remaining focused. Uh, one was make it visible. If it's out of sight, it's out of mind. Two is make it consistent. Like I said before, if you have something that you're expecting that needs to get done on a regular, typically you're going to get less distracted because of that. Mm -hmm. And thirdly, and this was probably the most important part, make it fun. So when we have all these things kind of coming at us at once, it, it's really hard to see the forest from the trees. So if you can figure out a way to either add some competitive nature into it, bring other people into it and, and let them know what your goals consist of and see if there's some like-mindedness to it as well too, all of a sudden you have this extra boost of motivation to get you through sometimes even the most mundane tasks. That was the game changer for me. And three years later, I still have those 10 things and I still have that spreadsheet and I check it off every single day. And I can tell you, there's now enough of a sample size where if I go 10 for 10, if I'm not guaranteed to have a great day, I'm certainly guaranteed not to have a bad one. Nice. Thank you. That's amazing. Jennifer, what works for you? Well, I'm going to capitalize on what Jeff said, because I too am a solopreneur. So as a CPA, I am loving my list in Excel, except when the list gets too long. You look <laughs> at it and you just go, no, I cannot deal with this. And it incites panic as well as a freeze response. I can't get through it all, so I can, I'm not going to do anything. What I found was I keep that really long to-do list so I don't lose something. 
But then there are two other things that I do with it. Number one is I have a mini to-do list just for that day. Mm. And it has nine things on it. One major task, the big hairy audacious thing. Sometimes people call that the big frog that you Mm -hmm. have to eat that day. Then there are three medium tasks and five little things. Because during the day, there are times where your brain, it just goes on pause. But that doesn't mean you can't still be productive with something simple, Mm. like picking up the phone or a little filing, whatever you need to do. And back to your fun point, Jeff, you try to get that big number one thing done right up front because it haunts us during the day Mm -hmm. and distracts us. So if you can do that first, then you need to reward yourself. Do something Mm. fun when it's done so that you look forward to doing those bigger tasks. And that could be taking a break. It could be doing some shopping, planning a vacation, whatever it is, listening to some music, dancing, exercising, just make that fun. Hmm. Uh, And then the other thing I like to do, the third to-do list is actually my to-don't list. Hmm. I need to be reminded sometimes of the things that I have said I will never do again and somehow get roped into doing them, like volunteering. It's hard to say no when somebody calls you and said, oh, we'd love you to join our board. Mm -hmm. And in the heat of the moment, you can't say no. Mm -hmm. So I keep that to don't list. I narrow my to do list down to that one big thing, three medium things and five little things. And, And Jeff, like you say, while I may not get through all nine in a day. I guarantee you, I will get through at least half of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you feel good when you've made progress like that. I love that we're all three of us are list makers. When I make a list, uh, similar to you, Jennifer, I do have like, these are the big things, but when I have a big goal, I always, so I write my list and I do mine on a back of an old envelope. And I started it with when I used to do couponing when I was young and you would have your envelope with your grocery list and then you could put your coupons in the envelope. So now I still do it back of envelopes and I write it kind of in an outline form where I have the big thing and then under it indented, I have all the tasks that go into that big thing. So each of the, those things, I get to mark them off. Oh, I did that thing. And then the big thing can get marked off. But the other thing that I do similar, Jennifer, is I have the short term, this'll take five minutes, that'll take two minutes. And they go up in, a, in the corner of my list in a different place. So that if say I'm doing quick hits all in a row, but I end up getting done with one early and I've got you know 15 minutes, I can look at my, these are my quick tasks and I can knock one of those off. How often is it where you're like, oh, I have a meeting at one and I have a, another one at 2.15, but I've got 25 minutes in between and ah, I won't do anything. And you sit around, I don't know, twiddling your thumbs or whatever. I call it a parking lot. So I have okay. a little parking lot where I'll yes. add just the, the, the things that aren't necessarily urgent, but are, are just kind of lingering there where you mm-hmm. can kind of fill it in into those gaps, um, which is important because especially with how my mind works, those little gaps of downtime, like you said, it's almost like you justify doing nothing because of the time and the energy of transitioning from one task to another. Mm -hmm. So another thing that I just recently started doing that seems to be gaining traction is is trying to make my days thematic. Meaning that if, if you have very similar tasks that are kind of on point throughout the course of the day, 
then it's helping you have less distraction time in between when you're transitioning. If I start noticing um, a trend with some of those parking lot items where, okay, well, this fits into a content day, I'll just redirect that and that could be part of that theme. But if I see that I'm, I'm, I'm switching from, let's say a creative mind to a more analytical mind, I'm also becoming more aware of the energy that it takes to make that transition and therefore, I'm trying to be more cognizant of placing it on those days where my mind is already kind of in that mode. And narrowing that down a little bit more yeah. is the concept called chunking your time. Mm-hmm. You group things into a theme for the day. You can also group similar tasks into a similar chunk of time in your calendar. If you look at your list and you have four phone calls to make, do all four back to back to back. Back to one other tip I wanted to mention because we've been talking about how you stay focused on your big goals. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need to stay focused on what's at hand. And you can actually train your brain. There's something called the Pomodoro technique, which I've is based that. on the tomato. Pomodoro is tomato in Italian. And so the little timer here, you can set that timer for. 25 minutes. And you tell your brain, I'm going to focus for 25 minutes. When the timer goes off, you take a five minute break. Then you go back, set the timer again, take another five minute break. After the third one, you reward yourself with a 15 minute break. Nice. It takes less than a week for you to train your brain to stay absolutely focused for that 25 minutes. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that tip. That is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to have to cut us off there. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. It has been very insightful and I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.